Season 5, Episode 24 of the Decoded Podcast. This week we're back to uh, old school YouTube um, methodology. We can call, You know what we can call it? Neotrad. Excuse me? Yeah, yeah. Neotrad. That's the thing. Neotrad? Neotrad. Um, so trad is like traditional. Oh, new traditional? Right? Yeah, it's like new traditional. But this is like... This is this is like a term I've sort of I've heard um in the tattoo world. Oh. Yeah, neotrad is like a sort of a style of tattooing. Um so we're doing neotrad because trad would be straight up let's set up the interviews, I guess. Um talk to different people. Neotrad I guess is let's just Go with the flow. We'll still put a traditional audio up. We're not going to do inter. We're not going to do interview style. Um, we're going to run a. We're going to run a, uh, a um, a video feed. So an extra feed on it. I don't know what the I don't know what spaces was last week. Then just Neo. I don't know. It was Edge. just Neo. Yeah, it was just Neo, Neo Edge. Neo. I enjoyed that. That I had was fun with it. Was that. pretty cool. I have to tell you though, I felt a little overwhelmed. Yes. I felt a little overwhelmed because we were in this, like we were in a sandbox with a lot of people mm-hmm. and we don't normally roll that way. Mm-hmm. It's just us here. Um, and it was, here's the thing. I liked it, but I was like, I don't want to do that every time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I do. I do. It felt, it felt a little bit like, like it was a good discussion. I had, I had, I had fun. I, it was, it was cool to sort of bring people in, kind of weave it. And you know, to get some different some different thoughts on our topics was cool too. Um it's uh there was an element though, like going back to the hosting mode, right? Yes. Someone's got their someone's got their I do, I think that's what's happened in, in what's the cool thing that's happened in what we do here on YouTube is that like it's it's hostless, mm-hmm. hostless to a degree, and I, I kind of like that. I mean, it, it, I mean, there's high, I guess there's, it's funny sort of people sort of, you know, using the, the queue system and the, putting the hands up and you sort of, you get deep into the conversation and then you look at, cause like, I don't know how you were running. So we had the video, we had the video up for, for StreamYard, um, just so that we could sort of see each other, check each other, kind of guess, message each other. And then, running the audio feed off of Twitter spaces. Um, I was still getting caught up in the conversation. I would forget to look down to see someone had their hand up. Like I felt like I lost a little bit of my edge that way. And it wasn't that I was ignoring them, but it was funny. As soon as I noticed them, I felt this stress, like, okay, I got, I have to include this person in the conversation. Like you and I will kind of jump in and just kind of like, can I say something? Can I pivot? Can I do a something? Right. So I felt some of that, um, that type a kind of logistical organizational it's probably some of the stuff that i kind of intentionally wanted to walk away from for a little while by doing this pod on saturdays like when it works in for our schedule i would think it it was an entirely successful experiment i think for me i learned everything that i needed to know about what it meant to kind of host that way what it meant to kind of host if we call it hosting to sort of experience a pod that way um I felt like you and I still kind of did our thing, but I did feel a distance 
because there were other people in the room. So we had to sort of kind of orbit each other with other people popping in. Uh, and I like that I figured out how to grab the audio because Twitter doesn't make it easy to grab the audio. It's not straightforward. Like you have to download an archive of your whole feed. That uh, zip file took four days to get to me. So you order it and it said where it's assembling. I can only imagine if I had more content in there. Like I only have like, I don't know, maybe 4K tweets. So I don't have a lot of content, but if you're at like a hundred, you know, hundred K tweets and you download your archive, would it be like a month later you get your stuff? And then the file system that it comes in, it wasn't easy to find where that, like it wasn't straightforward. You just, you had to go and check a lot of single files that it came embedded with to find out where the audio was. And then it came in a file. I'm making it seem like it was really difficult. It, it wasn't that it was difficult. It just wasn't made easy. Um, you had to search through the file folders and then the audio was in a, a file format that I wasn't familiar with. So I converted it into an MP3. So there were multiple steps and then emailed it off to you. So um, yeah, I think that was cool. It was kind of cool to sort of figure out what the workaround is if we choose to go that way. And it's like that seven hour factor that we talked about, seven to 10 hour factor. It took me a long time to do it the first time, but now it'd be, I know exactly like if we did it that way, I would right away go to Twitter, order my archive. I know two days from now I'd get it. I know exactly what file to look in. So it's just like there's some waiting time while Twitter does its thing. But to get the audio up would be not it, it wouldn't be that laggy, not as laggy as it was the first time. So I like that. I liked it. I like the experience, I guess. I thought it was a cool experience as well. But it was it was nice to try. Nice, it, you know. You and I talked about maybe maybe we uh, we play with it here and there mm -hmm. as an a bit of an extra, because um, I believe it can feed it can feed a part of us that maybe we don't get often um, with that type of work in podcasting. But I certainly I certainly don't want to be. I don't want to shift to that way of operating, I guess. I like that we have the fluency. That's what I kind of, what I'm kind of like, we now have the fluency of doing that by test driving at once. Mm -hmm. um, and I dig that. I think that's cool because part of it is, even if we don't go back to that, I like how if we, you and I were to just Navy SEAL drop into, like we could credibly represent whatever, decoded podcast is like if we decide to drop in and do a spaces we now know like the 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 back end we know exactly how quick we could do it and we could probably do it as quick as like just a text now mm -hmm. want to do it okay let's do it how much time time we got this amount of time okay we have 45 minutes like let's do it drop in get it done drop out and i think it's just the kind of like ironing out that unknown thing that allows you to think differently about what we do here Right. Like, I think what would be cool, and I don't know how we would, I don't know exactly how we'd be able to do this, but to run both feeds simultaneously. So um, we could actually have this up and capture the audio on the Twitter spaces. And I don't, I'd have to sort of, because part of it is the other thing too, is I don't want to be constantly mute, muting mics. Right. Right. <laughs> so I think that's. I think logistically that that's a bit of a nightmare in terms of 
Like I could easily have my phone in front of me and have Twitter spaces on, but then yeah, like when people there talk, I can't have it coming into this mic. <clears throat> like it's just yeah. I'm sure there's a way. I'm sure somebody can somebody can explain the way. But the beauty of what we do is I don't want to find that way. Like I'm not interested mm. in spending the time mm-hmm. to bring that out. I think it was uh is it Taylor Keefe? Is that somebody? Am I doing the Tyler? Name? Tyler, Tyler yeah. Keefe. I think it was Tyler Keefe. I had a um an exchange on DMs because he has a I don't even know what it's called. I think it just looks like it looks like it, like it's a button box, mm-hmm. and the button box. I think, <laughs> sorry, button box company. I know it's not a button box, but it basically looks like one of those old kind of like Simon games, just different colored buttons on the top, um, almost like a drum machine box in it. But each of the buttons is assigned to an input, and it, like you can assign input outputs on it, so you can just flip really quickly between. You know your headphones being getting one feed, headphones getting the other, and I've actually seen ones like that too, where it's not just a push button color; it's actually a little LCD screen, so you can you can actually read on it. It's like a little mini touch screens, and you can do it. So, um, no, I'm not looking to invest. I've heard that all the um, all the cool kid podcasters have these kind of things, because I think I have seen on some feeds uh, a few people kind of uh, trying to do their their pod pod fluencing and you know like just got this cool thing i'm test driving and out so i've seen a couple of our colleagues do that um yeah but i don't have the allowance for that and I, i'd rather get a brand new pair of nikes so cool mm-hmm. yeah i don't know i don't know why i ended on that i mean i'm just willing the universe to put i do want a pair of yeah I, I, side note i am currently in the market for a pair of air jordans so i'll just you just willing that out there. I'm just pulling that out into the universe. Uh, you know, I'll put on the universe like um, I think it was Heidi Heidi Alum, I think someone that I follow on Twitter, I've connected with on Instagram. I think it was Heidi that posted up. I think it was a pair of purple, maybe it was Air Force Ones, a pair of low cut Jordans. I forget, I forget. Um, and it totally sparked me up. And Heidi was sort of framing it as a little bit of an indulgence. I'm like, that's cool. Cool shoes though are kind of fun. Um, and it got me thinking that I, I keep, uh, a buddy from out of former school, Jason, he's a total sneakerhead, total, total sneakerhead. And he actually did. Um, I think he actually, like he buys and sells as well. Kind of collector style dude was always coming to school in different Nike shoes. And for, while I was there, I was trying to get a pair of Jordans and he actually did bring in a pair that was a really good price. Um, really good price uh but i think they were like i need to have a 10 and a half with nike i'm too many details nike sponsor you know give me i'll put mensha told brand and giving too much credit to other companies on the pod but um you know you put on he i love them i really love the shoes i put them on and you know as you're putting on like i do you have one foot bigger than the other uh, not that I know of. No. Oh, seriously. I know my left foot. I know my left. Like, if it fits on my left, I'm okay. So that's what I do. <laughs> and you know what's funny? What's funny? At this school, whole thing you fu- is funny. You, you told this whole thing's funny. funny. Um, you, uh, I was going to say, you, I could tell it was funny. I've noticed your body language. So the, um, you know how often, and I'm thinking about this might be 
a similar feel of experience when someone somehow assumes that you're right-handed, but you're actually left-handed, right? And they sort of know, oh, sorry. Like they watch you start to write. You're like, oh, you're left-handed. They sort of remark about it. Whenever I sit down to try on shoes, you're almost always given the right shoe. And then I, the person, before I noticed, like there's been so many times, like back in that purchase experience, they'd be, they'd get the shoe all unpacked and, you know, the paper out and the, and the, and the, and the crinkly paper. So you got the cardboard, the crinkly paper, they're loosening all the laces up. I go, sorry, can I get the left one instead? And I get death, you know, the death look like, really? I did all this unpacking. I just, I unpresented the shoe, which I have to do, like represent it if you don't take it and you want the left one. But the thing is, like, it, there is that much of a difference. So Jason brings the shoes in. He brought them into school, actually. And he pulls out the right shoe. And I'm like, nah, bro, I got to try the left one. Same look. He's like, you're, you're going to make me unpack all the stuff. Like, because he pulled all this stuff out. I'm like, dude, I just know my if it fits my left foot, if the left foot agrees, done deal. I'm e-transferring you the cash. Like, I'll do it right away. <sighs> the left foot didn't agree. The left foot did not agree. And it was just, it was, you know, I stand up. I'm like, no, my toe's just too close, too tight down the in the toe box. And it was like a 10. It was a 10. So I was hopeful. I was like, well, maybe... Now, it did not work. That's as close as I got to a pair of Air Jordans. Now, I see you posted out on Twitter. You, you, you tagged Heidi there. I think it was Heidi. I think oh, it was Heidi talking okay, about well, shoes. Yeah. No, I just, I'll just I'll, soon. Yeah. I think it was Heidi. Heidi's kicks. Um, so, yeah. New pair of Jordans. Donuts. Donuts. We didn't really talk about donuts. No, but I'm still thinking donuts. about donuts. I'm still thinking about donuts. Donuts, you're you're gonna be trying, not trying. Sorry, you may run into some donuts today. <laughs> One in particular yeah. that you enjoy, particularly enjoy. Mm -hmm. um, so that's good that that's on your mind. Actually, can we talk a little bit about donuts for a second? Who doesn't want to talk about donuts? Not this guy. That's like that. Don't sing about Bruno or something. Yeah, nobody talks about Bruno. I don't even know what the song is, and I'm so happy I don't. I don't. And I hear Sarah and Will talking about it at home, and I'm like, I don't know anything about Bruno. I don't want to know anything about Bruno. Um, but I fell asleep during that part. My family has watched that movie two and a half times, and I still haven't seen the whole thing yet. <clears throat> family movie night, very successful. Dad's asleep in the chair. I love it. Mm -hmm. I love it. Um, donuts. I've had a good run lately with donuts. Okay. Um, and I have to tell you, I have to tell you that in this family, we really enjoy the donuts from Zares. They're someone told me that. They're big. And if you get them in the morning, they're fresh. And it's just they're good donuts. They're like they're like Tim Hortons donuts on steroids. Like okay. they're they're five times bigger. They're doroids. <laughs> Is that a culinary? Uh, culinary no, you'll find you'll find no one. You'll find no one. No one in their right mind would ever talk about food and put those. That's that's a cringy food word that I just made up. Doroids. Um, I don't think it 
I think only while you and I are talking about it, can we save it and say it just means big donuts? Because I think as soon as our pod ends today, if Doroids <laughs> was mentioned, someone's like, that's just an uncomfortable word. I don't even I don't even like it in my mouth. Mm. So Doroids. Both of us are getting Doroids. I noticed you haven't said it. Don't say it. You won't like saying that word. I will tell you though, they're good donuts. Are they? If all you're looking for is a like the fluffy, not fluffy, like the doughy donut with a little bit of chocolate on top or whatever, they even make like they've got they've got a nice variety most days. So it's funny because if my wife says, "Hey, I gotta go to Zares and pick up whatever," I'm like, "Grab the donuts because mm-hmm. if I mean at least look if there's a good variety." <clears throat> and they're relatively fresh grab them if they're not don't bother but i've been exploring donuts lately and i feel like i feel like i could do something with them <laughs> like i mean creative like i feel like i can i should be now i don't like the word should it'd be awesome if i could intentionally go to these donut places all over the place basically now whenever we're traveling anywhere I always look to see where's the place to get donuts in that area. You pivoted, eh? I feel like you pivoted because I I feel like when I first met you, it was about the burger. Dude, yes. and But burgers seem to be, I am about the burger. But burgers, like everybody has burgers. It's hard. It's not, maybe not hard. It's easier to deal with the donuts because there aren't as many places. But burgers, you could have a, a long list of burger places to check out in a particular mm-hmm. location. I'm still about the burgers. Don't get me wrong. Okay. But the, but the donuts, the donuts, <laughs> I think is manageable for me. And I love it. I love like looking at the type of box they use. This is the, it's a sickness. I have a sickness. <laughs> and like some people... <laughs> I have a sickness. Like I enjoy, I enjoy seeing how do they package the donuts and Mm. I get a dozen. I don't play. I don't say I'll take two. No. If I'm trying you out for the first time, I'm getting a dozen Mm -hmm. and I will return them to the home where people will, we will then explore them. We will cut them up and try different pieces and different ones. Um, You know, I, I feel like I've been dipping into the apple fritter world a little bit, uh, you got to get a fritter from every place. You got to try it, compare it to the other fritters you've had. I just feel like donuts could be my thing in terms of maybe I could do something with it. I could capture it on a video or something. I could do something. Um, like I still, I haven't reported on the donuts I got from Elmira, um, which is which is pretty cool. Oh, Heidi... Heidi alum, did I say mm-hmm. it right? I don't know if I said I it think right. So. Heidi, Heidi just she just posted up. She says, "Crave donuts in Whitby. Try it." Now I like I've, that, and I'll tell you why. Because when we I've go been to told Hall, about someone told me about that. We drive by Whitby, so guess what? Tell the family, hey, we're leaving an hour early today to go to Ottawa, and we're going to stop at Crave Donuts in Whitby. Thank you. Thank Crave you. Donuts in Whitby. Yeah, someone someone told me that's uh, uh, the. That's 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 a space. That's a space to cool. to make sure. Yep. I okay. 
two things, Heidi. Um, are they like, are they like, um, luxury donuts? Like, you know, you get one for $4 and 50 cents. Is it one of those types of places? I'm imagining. I am too with the name, but I got to ask. Yep. And then we need to hear about these shoes that collapse. I don't think, I don't think Heidi knows what Heidi has gotten into here as far as the, the, the depth to which we will sink to talk about. This is our Seinfeld moment. Every moment is our Seinfeld moment. So Heidi's explaining yeah. how to say her last name. Al um. Got Al-um. it. Alum. 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 Okay. Alum. Alum. It's the emphasis that's important. Oh yeah. And the donuts are very fancy. Okay, good to know. Crave donuts, Whitby. I like it. I like it. I gotta I gotta have like I gotta get one of my kids to be the videographer. Yeah. I'm losing the moment. Um Michelle's here too. Michelle's here. She says, yummy. She's going to Whitby on Thursday this week to visit a friend. Michelle, you know you've got purpose. We've just missioned you. (laughs) I'm going to be watching your um, your Twitter feed, Michelle. Her feed better feed. Michelle's feed better feed. (laughs) Heidi says they're so good, but they're very light. How can that be? What does that mean? I don't know. How do you get donuts from a place like that and have them be light? My experience of those places... They're never really light. You know what it might be though. Like I know Heidi a little bit. I don't. I, we've we've connected. We've had some great conversations, you know, about writing and poetry and stuff. But this could be this could be Heidi's way of kind of getting to know us. It might be like, okay, you know how some donuts are really people kind of they they, they want to convince you, Heidi. We don't need convincing. Here's the thing. We do see, but this and then that's there's what Heidi just did. That's what I was saying. That that's what people exactly do. The dough is light, but the top is more serious. It's like the you know what like. They, they try to find that angle that convinces you. We don't need to be convinced at all. Um, and I will say, here's the thing that I do get is that, yes, at some places, I think, um, so I always think back to those donuts. I, the, like our starting point with this still is anchored in, um, at least for me, the donut relationship I had with my father. And after going after skating, um, going for a hot chocolate and going for a donut, right? And seeing his uh, seeing his world and wondering if I was going to be like a, a guy like him, you know, not that I would be taking my kid there, but there was a lot of behaviors that happened in that donut shop that I didn't know. I like characteristics about my dad that I didn't know, right? People that he knew, the way that he talked to people, you know, watching him smoke. Like there's, it's, it's complex. It's complex. It's probably somewhere in our back catalog. We've had a thousand conversations with this. Here's the thing. Old school donuts, one of the steps in donut making, and this is where I'm I'm kind of following in step with what Heidi said. One of the steps in donut making is can be frying the dough. Can be frying the dough. And I think classic donuts, well, even Krispy Kreme, trad, trad and neo-trad donuts, right? They could be fried. They, I guess they could be baked too, more like a cake style. Um, the batter is different depending if you're going to fry it or you're not going to fry it. Um but there's a like you you got to be smart with your fryer right the oil has to be just the right amount of dirty clean oil doesn't doesn't add the right kind of flavor no joke no joke if the oil's not the right temperature then you end up i had donuts from a place they're like chewy little bagels and i wasn't looking for chewy little bagels and when i got in, in touch with the company bless them they said they're not supposed to be chewy little bagels and they said come on by for some new ones i'm like no 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 i just want to let you know like i'm not i'm not I'm not complaining. I'm letting you know that that product that morning 
I don't know if that was the product you were looking to, to, to offer. And they said, no, we weren't. I was talking with them on Insta. So, uh, but they said, come on by for some new ones. I'm like, well, I'm okay. If I am, I am, but I'm happy to pay. Just fix it. I want the better version. Um, so you got right tempo, the oil, the batter consistency. And if you don't do those things right, you can end up with a heavy donut, like not just heavy flavored, but like just soaked with oil, right? It's not fried right. So I get what Heidi's saying. Um, I'm not, and one of the things that's funny, just because I'm an apple fritter guy, blame my dad or a Dutchie. I'll go for a Dutchie. I will. Um, I'm not that enamored by a lot of the toppings. And I mentioned to you this on the on-ramp. I like watching other people get freaked out, that wow factor. Oh my gosh, is that Fruit Loop Zero? My God, that's maple glazed bacon. I'm like, okay. I'm like, do you got, a, do you got an apple fritter somewhere? Let me try your version of an apple fritter. And I'll just, the last thing I'll close on, I'm realizing as I'm saying this, it's my dad talking. And the real reason that I know that is because my dad was notorious. We would go somewhere looking for, uh, like, it would, okay, we go for dinner. We would go for dinner. My dad got in his head that the best thing, the thing that he loved to eat most was um, fettuccine, fettuccine uh, primavera. Okay, so this was his meal. He had it somewhere. He's like, this is my new meal. So he would go to every place and try and order it. Like, we'd be in a fish and chip shop. He's like, do you folks have pasta? No, 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 we don't. But here's the other thing. If it was advertised as, like, fettuccine primavera, they brought it to him, and the noodle wasn't quite the right size, or it came in a red sauce, or there was snow peas in there, he's like, this isn't a primavera. I'm like, well, Dad, all that meat, fettuccine primavera, It's you basically are just telling them two things if you're actually saying it. It's kind of a flat noodle and it's primavera just means springtime. So they can kind of like throw any, any vegetables in there they want. He's like, no, fettuccine primavera comes with a cream sauce. It should have carrots, celery. And I think he said red pepper and it has to have grilled chicken. I'm like, where do you get grilled chicken from? Well, that's how they served it at that restaurant. I'm like, no, that's, but now I'm doing that with apple fritters. Because <laughs> for me, it's got to have a bit of a crunch. It has to have the cinnamon. It has to have a little bit of a glaze. It has to have a little bit of a soft middle, sugar flavored. And um, it should be, as Heidi pointed out, light. It, it does have to be light. If it's if it's like a brick, I'll still eat it. I'll still eat it. Dude, I, I think you just lit me up for the second time <laughs> this morning. But so you started with the whole dad thing. And for me, the donuts these days is a bit of a rebirth donuts um, these days what's up with these neo-traditional donuts these the days? donuts these days have me also thinking about my father and mm. it my dad wasn't really a donut guy but what happened was back then when, when we were kids if we wanted a sweet treat or if my dad brought home a sweet treat it was a box of donuts Mm -hmm. yep. And and for me, it was like the walnut crunch and the cherry, um, the cherry cruller or whatever you want to call it. Those were those were like rare to see them in the box. And so now, when did I did it also seem a little bit like those were kind of like the dad donuts? Do yes. I mean? yeah. yeah, they were like they weren't the ones that you you wouldn't look across the table and see some four year old eating a duchy. No. And, yeah. and also they're <laughs> the cake based donuts. I also like those. Yeah. You know, there's the there's the doughy there's the doughy ones and the ones that they call cake. 
I like yep. those too. And so my my newfound adventure, I guess, is checking out these donut places because they remind me of my dad. I'm just trying to, I don't know. I've told you a hundred times. I want to make a video about my dad. Mm -hmm. I just can't seem. I just can't seem to do it. You haven't I found your doorway in. I haven't, and I when I think I I have, I think I do have a doorway in. I walk away, so I don't mm. know. Um, I'm it's not going to talk too much about that because then yeah, you yeah. charge me. But um, so let let's go to the comments for a second because okay. Heidi tells us that a half dozen at Crave is 24 bucks. That sounds about right. Yeah, um, that's the right price point. And people out there are like, "Whoa, I could go to Tim Hortons and get 300 donuts for that." Yeah, I know. That's a that's a different conversation, right? Right. And then she says, "Oh, sorry, Heidi, I I missed. Here's the comment I wanted. She's calling your donut place, Mr. C's Donuts, cigarette smoke free with the donuts. That's a memory. And the cigarette wait. smoke is connected to the donuts. Wait, wait, wait. Mr. C's Donuts is in my my memory, or Heidi's got like a place? I'm I lost assuming, the track on this. I'm assuming it's your memory, but she'll tell us. Okay." Which is funny because I'm known as Mr. C. Did I ever tell you that story when I worked with this vice principal whose last name started with a C? Hmm. And he was walking around telling the kids that his name was Mr. C. I'm like, dude, you just got here. I've been here. You don't get to be called Mr. C. I do. Hmm. That was a moment. Um, so it's just like that moment you're both going to have a stand down on who owns the name. What is a name? How do you have a Sorry, we don't even sorry. have time for we don't even have time for that topic. What's in a name? Heidi's thinking that this would be a, a good blog. Dad memories and donuts. Heidi, if you can find our back catalog, we've we've dipped into this an, an uncomfortable number of times at this point. I didn't oh. think that we would connect back to dad again, but here we are. Here we are. Oh, oh. There's an old donut place called Mr. C's. It was okay. A so this is Heidi digging into Heidi's memories. But we went often. So much cigarette smoke. It's in Brantford. This is awesome because my son. Take a note. Take a note. My son plays rap hockey next year. We do go to Brantford. So, I, okay. So in Hamilton, in Hamilton, people, you got to check out the donut stop. It's mm -hmm. near Parkdale and it's their Tim, their, their Doroids. They're donuts on steroids. Zing! You totally, that was awesome. And they're old school donuts. And the box, well, I, I sent you a quick polo. The box, it's huge for a dozen yeah. minutes because they're old school. You walk into the place, you can still smell the cigarette smoke. So you got yeah. the donut stop, Parkdale area. Then you got Donut Monster, that is mm -hmm. newer, fancier novelty donuts. They're not big, but they're they're the donuts that have all the stuff on top of them or whatever. So yeah, thanks Heidi Brandford, Mr. C's. Wow. So I've dropped it once or twice. The place that my dad used to take me was a place called uh, Mama's Donuts. Where, Chris? This is in Oshawa. Because so I'm gonna be in Oshawa. It's not there, bro. This is like, this is the 80s memory. I know, sorry. Look what you're doing with your head. You're keeping your forehead from exploding. See, this is the trouble with sometimes doing this memory lane stuff, right? We talk in present tense. So Mama's Donuts, There, to my knowledge, there isn't, there was never any replacement. This is, and this is kind of part of a bigger, a bigger discussion. 
but I, it, okay. So growing up in suburbia, right. Growing up in suburbia, there was like the mall, which was like a big event, like a big event to go to the mall. You take the bus, you get dropped off, you go do something at the mall. And so that was the Oshawa center, but like kind of like low key event was walking up to the plaza. We're going to walk up to the plaza and the plaza in, you know, where I grew up in suburbia was like, it had a Swenson's ice cream shop, a Mary Brown's, a convenience store. There was a Safeway. There was Mama's Donuts, and the library was there. Mm. So it was a, it was a manageable, it, like a like a rite of passage because you could I could walk up to the plaza, and it was sort of about a twenty minute walk from my house. Mm-hmm. But if I wanted to go to the mall, like where all the, the the little older kids could go, I either had to be dropped off or I had to do multi bus to get there. Right. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm just. I, yeah, apologies, dude. That 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 memory is kind of like it's locked up. It's locked up. I can't. We can't get back to Mama's. But very much like what what uh, Heidi's throwing down on. I would also say the place that I went to also had the tabletop video games. Like that was also oh. a big a big part of that experience. The tabletop video games, definitely the smoke. There was nowhere that there wasn't smoke. You know, it was yeah. <sighs> Okay, so a couple of things. Number one, on Twitter, Heidi uh, tweeted you and I the shoes. They're pretty wow. sick Jordans. I love the they, color. They are, eh? That's cool. The the color of the shoe with the black laces with the white, the white sole. Mm-hmm. I like it. I tell you, I can't wear those friggin' shoes because they'll hurt my feet. So, but they look sick. And then Kindiana Jones. Hey, Kindy. Uh, she tweeted us and said that she's now searching for donut places in her area. Um, I, I don't know where th- she hails from. So I think there's there's worse ways to spend a March break. Dude, are you kidding me? This is the bomb. If gas wasn't $8,000 a liter, I know. I'd be touring. Michelle wants to know if you grew up in Oshawa, Chris. I, I, yes, I did. I grew up in Oshawa. You did. And I'm going to be going to Oshawa. I like this. this I feel like this is gateway. This is gateway. Something else is coming. There's another comment coming. I'll tell you what's coming. Our newest sponsor. What are we going to do when a cigarette company calls us to say they want to sponsor us? We can't do that, right? Mm. Big tobacco money. Um, it, it might be in conflict with some of our other other sponsors, right? So I don't know. And the first thing I want to say to you is, what other sponsors? But anyway, um, exactly, exactly. We don't want to. We we don't want to burst our own potential here. Okay, so shoot, I forgot. Oh, when I go to Oshawa, you're gonna have to give me a couple of solid places that I should try. You, like when, like you, like you're asking me to do that. Yeah, you're from Oshawa. There should be okay. a couple of decent places to check out. Heidi says she's going to Oshawa Center today. She's in Bowmanville. Cool. So Heidi knows. Heidi knows. Oh my God, this is layered. Here, I wonder if Heidi, Heidi, did you ever go to Oshawa when you were a kid? Like, have you been there that long? Do you remember Harmon Park? Do you remember Harmon Park Arena? That would be whack. That would be whack. If I'll let Heidi you know should. if she tells us what she tells yeah. us. So th- I love these layers. She's going to Oshawa Center today. She's from Bowmanville. She teaches mm-hmm. in Durham. Like, she's throwing down. And then... So, um, Heidi, I went to GL Roberts. I went to Paul Dwyer for grade nine. It sucked. I didn't like it at all. Not that I school's fine. Sorry, let me put that in. School is fine. It was me. My parents forced me to go. They said, You go there in grade nine, you know, and then we'll we'll reevaluate at the end of grade nine and see if you can go to Roberts, which was like 10 minute walk from my house. So 
we reevaluated. Heidi said, grew no, up in not Brantford. that long. Okay. She grew up in Brantford, so you must be tough. Because when we go play hockey in Brantford, they're tough. Um, her husband grew up in Whitby. Whitby. Yeah, I had friends that went to Anderson High. I think that's in Whitby. Michelle's um, from Whitby, too. There we go. Yeah, go Anderson. I don't know what their mascot is. I know of that one. I actually dated someone at Anderson back in the day. Heidi said so, she um, high schools. Yeah, so Michelle may may know uh, like Lake Ridge Golf Course. I wonder if Michelle knows uh, Winchester Golf Course. Um, there was another one, too. Those are the two in the area. I worked for the, that company for a bit. And they're sort of just north of Whitby. Henry Street, yeah, that's another one too. There's a I wonder called Henry Street. Yeah, yeah. Henry I think it was um Hen, is it Henry Street High? And that then you had like some from Riverdale. Like the, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I wonder though, Heidi, Heidi, was it Heidi saying that they were from Brantford? Heidi's had, from Brantford, yeah, yeah. I had I had a friend, I think, is it Mount Pleasant? Is that a place? Am I doing that right? That sounds a like a place, but I don't know where it is. Brantford's Gretzky's town, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think Mount Pleasant is somewhere around that. And I had a friend uh, from university that lived and maybe, I don't know, North End Burger. Write Whitby. it down, baby. North End Burger and Whitby. So, Michelle, that's current. That's a current place still here. Because, <laughs> right, we, we're talking, we're talking about the past and present tense. And I just, I, I can't, I can't. Do I it. love this though. Now, anybody who ever drops anything starting now is, we're like, hey, is this present? Because hey, how about this? Not driving somewhere and then to find out Ma's Doroid shop closed down Do in too. Like, forget that. How do you feel after those donuts? I feel like I have Doroids. <laughs> See, that's how that doesn't that doesn't go well. So um uh Michelle, I wonder if Michelle Mount Pleasant north of Brantford. Yeah. I wonder you if know Michelle Gretzky's family. Yay. Nice. Yeah, I'm sure they oh. that that can happen in a small town. Heidi saw Mrs. Gretzky shopping at Sears. But hey, look before. I know we're shift. This is out of control. This is out of control. It's reminding me of Twitter Spaces. I believe the kids say "off the hook" these days. Okay, um, those are no, uh, Heidi's first Jordan. It's say off it. the hook. It's off there we the go. hook. Heidi's first Jordan. She says they're amazing. She doesn't know why she waited so long. But do they actually support your feet? They don't look like they support anything. They just look like a few pieces of plastic, and then they charge you a lot of money them oh my god michelle's mom went to henry that's hilarious henry hey michelle Street. michelle did you were you forced to do fancy dinners at krebs was she that the Austin? but anyway I, went to, I wonder if michelle ever had a moment of like uh they going out for that fancy dinner so just north of whitby um i don't know what it is i forget the main street in whitby that runs north south highway 13 maybe Brock Street, Brock Road, I always mix it up. But there used to be a restaurant out there on the west side of the road called, I think it was called Krebs. And Krebs was kind of like, it was kind of like the old, well, I always thought it was like the old people restaurant. And you would go there like, you know, if you're having a graduation or you had special people coming into town, yeah, we're going to go to Krebs tonight. But like, if you went back to school the next day and said you went to Krebs, nobody gave a shit. Like they're like, you went, you know what I mean? But it was only, it was kind of like about uh, with your parents that that was the place it was sort of like, I guess, the independent like keg steak steakhouse in some ways, right? But it was right just on. north of town. Yeah, we never, my family, we never, we never had the money to do that. Um, dang, I wish, I wish, I wish these one of these two had uh, a, a deep memory. Okay, let's let's do this just because why not? It's March break. Do either one of you, Heidi or Michelle, as you're sort of remembering right now, 
can you go back in the day into, you know, we would call the Oshawa Center. It was the OC, right? You're going to the OC. Oh, the OC. It was, yeah, that was the cool. I didn't. I was going to Lake Vista Plaza because I would go to the plaza. But if you're, we were going to the OC. Just wondering if either one of you remember the Bo Peep Tavern. Bo Peep Tavern. And it was in the OC, in the Oshawa Center. Like, this is old school generation one, early 80s kind of restaurant. Like, the Bo Peep Tavern. The Bo Peep Tavern was, like, the family restaurant to go to. Chins, I feel like we're totally we're we're not even like digging into Waterloo, but I don't we don't I don't get people I don't connect often on here. I think more times than not we have people that are specifically like WR, right? They're from the WR, deep in the WR, or north north of the WR. Yeah, this is whack. Like I'm listening to these people and I'm like, what is going on? So let me let me update. So Heidi okay. says, whoops, wrong one. Heidi says that her shoes are supportive. Heidi. Good. I don't believe you. Um, <laughs> Michelle says North, North End Burger is open. Okay, good. So that's good, North End Burger. Dude, this is perfect for you You and I meeting up somewhere. Totally. Um, Michelle says Grandma loved Krebs. She lived. So she knows. <laughs> she knows. I can only imagine what that road looks like right now because, you know, the whole, uh, what's that called? What's that called? Gentrification. All those green spaces, they're 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 not as green as they used to be, bro. But you know that's that's what happens. I, 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 I hate to say, I hate to reduce it down to that's what happens, but it is. That's these. Yeah. Heidi says she doesn't remember, but Mike remembers the Bo Peep Tavern. Now let me Bo Beep. Sorry, Bo Beep. But I love the name. I feel like I'm gonna go there, and there's gonna be cartoon stuff around and little shit. Well, bro, again, back in the day, and it there was nothing. Here's the thing I remember about the Bo Peep Tavern. Here's the thing that I remember. I remember that um, they they had a, a smoking, non-smoking, mm-hmm. but it didn't matter, right? That's back in the day. It didn't matter. Like, the, you offer it, and you're basically all... The only thing that would actually, you know, make it non-smoking is if you held your breath. So that's <laughs> that's that's how that's how it became non-smoking, right? And you would still come out of it. Here's the other thing I used to remember. Um... I remember they would have at the front, like I always looked forward to, I, they had, at the front they'd have the little bowl of candies, okay? Now these were the chalky, the chalky little multicolor pastel candies, mm-hmm. sort of like square. They look like little um, little ravioli. That's what, like thinking oh. back, right? Little teeny yes, like square yes. ravioli, like pillows, right? Like green, pink, yellow, blue and white they all tasted the same you bite into them they explode like a piece of you know know, like classroom chalk Mm -hmm. and i can remember um a moment very specific moment so they would have the tongs there so you could pull out one and my my mom was always very specific make sure you use the tongs but it was just like a rule it was just a rule use the tongs use the tongs because i'd go in like ah and the other thing that prevented me from grabbing a handful and I can tell you there were times where we'd be in the car and I'd be in the back seat and I would just see my dad's like my dad's eyes sort of like look at me in the mirror. And I just had shoved like my 10th one in my mouth. Like I had a whole pocket full of them. And that's where they were, I would say, you know, or and also the the individually uh, cinnamon or the cinnamon toothpicks. I had a whole pocket of those. So bomb. <laughs> so I'm 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 reaching up. I'm reaching up to grab the tongs as two people 
um, are leaving the cash because you had to walk up to the cash. You'd bring your receipt with you and you'd pay. And then I don't know if my my parents weren't big tippers. I'm a, sorry, Bo Peep staff. Um, we would just leave. Um, and I heard the couple as they're walking away, one says to the other, you were in the bathroom for a long time. Did you wash your hands? And it didn't really, I didn't think much about it, right? But I play back the memory and dude had just grabbed a great big handful. Now, if we're going back to that other part of the conversation here, where I think, I don't know if it was in the on-ramp or here, where we're talking about how people, I assume the person was right-handed. <laughs> that was in the on-ramp we were talking about that, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah. So, sorry, story for another time. But I assume they're right-handed. So I'm imagining the implications of this person not washing their hands and putting that hand. And, you know, some your spouse accuses you of being there in a long time. You're not being for a long time. <laughs> right? You're destroying the bathroom. So I'm putting together as I'm walking out, eating a candy. I'm like, wait a second. Wait a second. And wouldn't you know, like... 10 years later, 10 years later, longer than that, really. I'm, I'm running restaurants, right? And I'm and I'm I'm coming across this data about how infectious and disgusting those candy bowls were for that exact factor. People didn't wash their hands and they're reaching in, shoving a handle. Oh, you know, wet fingers. I think I want another one. Here, have another one. There you go. Yeah. So those are, but here's so here's what I'll end on. Okay. 80s. And I'm still alive. So 100%. Yeah. So eat dirt, kids. Eat dirt. I, I don't even know where to go. You talking <laughs> about destroying the bathroom. That's a total rogue nation thing. I'm sure you kitchen staff and you restaurant people hate it when you have to go in there and deal with whatever has transpired. Um <laughs> 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 Anyway, okay, so it's all learning. It's all learning. Heidi says, "No, seriously, she loves a good sneaker. They're amazing." I still don't believe her. Right. Um, <laughs> you know you though. You know your. Body. I know me. I know me. I'm happy for Heidi. I'm happy. <laughs> so I love so Heidi Krebs. It's how I was introduced to my in-laws. So I will say it's funny, despite my my comedy that I'm throwing down about Krebs. I ended up working at a restaurant that was like Krebs. So when I did my apprenticeship when I was doing my chef's apprenticeship, I was working at La Fontana. Now this is like 30 years later, I'm living my life. I'm sort of getting my chef papers and I'm, I'm working at an Italian restaurant in Guelph. And I started off as a server there and I really, really enjoyed the company. And I, you and I have talked about this. Like that was a, that's a major pivot point in my life. Like when I got to meet Johnny and I've talked about Maria, my mentor, uh, Johnny getting his chef papers just so that he could be my, journey person like so i could do my apprenticeship there so it was there was a whole lot of just amazing that 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 was sort of my life was infected with by being associated with that moment in life like johnny was the chef for my wedding like came and did the food at karen's place like it was just an amazing thing and then soon after that he they sold the restaurant he became a teacher he's teaching in orangeville right now i think he's in he's in the the, the catholic board teaching in orangeville doing hospitality so great story there but I, the irony is, is that I ended up working at a restaurant like Krebs deeply, like Krebs was there forever. I don't think it's not there now. It's something else. I think it's gone through a few permutations, but like through the eighties, probably late seventies, cause that's 
it's it's so 70s of a name i'm sure it was opened up i could probably search it out maybe heidi can check it out someone someone do the research on that how long krebs was there but it felt like it was a mainstay and exactly what they're saying about the in-laws um the restaurant that i was at la fontana the fountain it really was the chids you're going there with like a few of your dates because it's the fancy place to go right and then one of those dates becomes your spouse so you go there together and then you go there together with your kids and then your kids are like oh i want to go for the nice dinner i'm going to go to la fontana and the cycle continues like it was that kind of a restaurant and i would be i was i would be served when i was a server there um i'd be meeting people that say yeah we've been coming to this restaurant since um it opened when it first opened and one last uh note <laughs> one last note i will say um the the father that started it um okay so do you know pasquale have you ever seen that on tv pasquale he's the yes. italian chef okay, I love so him. here's here's the deal here's a here's a here's a kevin bacon connection but it's just a really interesting name so the family that i worked for their last name was silveri now they adjusted their last name. I think Silveri was actually an it's I think it was actually an Austrian last name that was bent to be Italian. When Paolo, who was the dad, first came to Canada, he needed work. Back in Italy, he was um he was in the army. Funny funny connections, eh? He was in the army and um he was a cook in the army and he was actually known for his scones, which he had learned from a Scottish dude. But he was known for his scones in the army as part of the breakfast, the rations, whatever. He comes here. He um, starts to work just south of uh, Guelph. I think the place is called Aberfoyle. I, I might be, I'm foggy, and I think it was the Aberfoyle Inn. But he's, he quickly ascends to, like, head chef status. Now, the important point to this Aberfoyle is that he's, like, rocking this place. Really, really busy. It's like a Krebs place, right? Even older, actually. He used to like walk to work from Guelph. So that was, and walk home. So this is, this is very much, you come, you, you sort of arrive here and you're building your fortune, right? And you're doing it step by step by step. Literally, he's walking to work, running a restaurant. While he's there, he meets the producers from CTV or whatever company was looking to start up an Italian, um, an Italian like cuisine show. And they pitched it to him and he was supposed to be the guy. He was supposed to be Pasquale. At the time, though, he couldn't do it. Didn't have a car, didn't have the access, didn't have the stability to be able to sort of do that and like transition, right? So it ended up going to the Pasquale guy. Wow. Kind of cool. cool, eh? Yeah. <laughs> and I guess it's a seven degrees. I have no, I don't get anything, but it's just, it's, it's Krebs story. I, I know that you have to go, but mm -hmm. I do want to finish up with these comments. So do it, Michelle, do it. Michelle says she doesn't remember the Bo Peep Tavern. Uh, there was a bowling alley downstairs at one point, wasn't there? And then Leisure lanes. No, no. Motor City. Motor City. I bowled there. I bowled there every Saturday. I told you oh, that. that's right. Because you were a bowler. He was, was an all-star bowler. bowler. No, folks. I was. All, I have a story about that. Yeah, getting in a fight. There was fights at that tournament. Um, yeah, I was. I was. I bowled ten pin at Leisure Lanes, and I bowled at. Oh, I want to call it Motor City, but I don't think it was Motor City in the mall. It was the bowling alley was actually right beside the Bo Peep. You just Bo Peep, the access I think was right as you walk into the mall. And then the next door on your left was the bowling 
uh, bowling alley, which was downstairs, and then you had Yogenfrus. Who this. names their tavern Bo Peep? I'm sorry, it's it's killing me. But anyway, um, Michelle says she never encounters Durham people in Waterloo region. Well, here you on Decoded Podcast, it's it's playing out. Um, and look um, at this, um. Heidi. I think Heidi has to become our like official researcher for Decoded Podcast. Recon. We need some recon people. You drop it and she's like on it like white on rice. So she's thinking Krebs is now called Brock House. Could be. Brock yeah, House. Could be. I don't know. The um the Jordan wearing decoded podcaster researcher. I love it. Correspondent. We could maybe start a, we could start an internship. We didn't we haven't really talked about that product yet. The we have to talk, internship. We have to talk to uh, Ramona first, and she is the the flagship um um fan. She's mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. she's she's isn't she the head of the decoded fan club? She I think it's more communication. It's yeah, that and communications, but we do need interns to be our uh, correspondents. Okay. And we got it. Okay. So listen, it's all about the burgers and the donuts. Okay. Um, I'm dropping Indiana, Indiana Jones. <laughs> Indiana Kini, Jones Kini, Kini, Kini. was uh, communicating with us um, over Twitter and she's telling us about a vegan donut place called Plant Joy in Windsor. Now I have to stay. I'm, I know. I know. Listen, I, fully I have to stretch that out. That's like you and the Jordans. I don't know if I believe. Dude. Vegan I, donuts. Okay. I'm, I'm open, but vegan donuts. I'm, I'm not there yet. They, all I say, they better have a fritter. They, yeah. Okay. Heidi's leaving. She <laughs> says, this was fun. Thanks for calling me. In. Heidi, you're the best. You did, we didn't mean happy to do recon for sure. We didn't mean to, Chris was talking about your kicks, and I'm like, what's going on? This is just something I do. While Chris is talking, I'm not always listening, so I'm tweeting. <laughs> and That's it worked okay. out. She says, believe in the Jordans. I love Jordan, but I don't know if they would work for my feet. I'm just saying. Um, oh, <laughs> Heidi responds on Twitter. She, It's okay that I don't believe her, but it's true. She swears. It's all good. You're an Ontario educator. I trust you. Is that it for today, Clough? And Michelle, thanks for dropping in. And Kindy, yeah, for sure. thanks for listening. Uh, oh, a nine-pack of donuts, Clough. What's going on there? I don't know. I like it. <laughs> it's more I than really six. Don't. I like it's it. more than six, less than a dozen. That's the Dakota Dozen, baby. And there is the title of this episode. Dakota Dozen. The Dakota Dozen, which really yep. used nine. AKA it's a it's a half it's a six pack on doroids. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> and you know what? I'll say that I'll say that um Heidi, Heidi but they're really light. They're really uh -huh. light. The, the the donuts are really light. Yeah. That's awesome. I use crayons today. I don't usually use crayons. That's I needed cool. some I needed something just to do the the glaze. It's like the lady glaze, yo. Props to lady glaze. That's where I'm heading today. So and I did send Heidi a link to, well, I put it on the, in the comments, in the a link to the Dubrodnik's donut short that I created. Nice. Just for fun. Cause I like to do stuff with donuts. I still have footage of the donuts from the Elmira donut place, donut mm -hmm. deli. Um, I don't know what I'm going to do with that, but I'm going to do something. And, um, 
Heidi's going to get the last word. <laughs> it does. It does. I do. I do post it out. Heidi, usually what I'll do is I'll, um, I use that as the image and then I'll just tag in the YouTube feed link for that. And that'll go up on Insta. It gets posted up on Insta and on Twitter. So, um, I'll drop that definitely before we, before we head out today into the, into Guelph for our trip. So. Happy March break. Enjoy some downtime. You too. You too, Michelle. Michelle. Last word, I guess. I loved, I loved tripping into the Durham region with these two. That was crazy. That was really crazy to sort of be back in that space again and to sort of share some of the landmark, some of those landmarks. It's, it's funny how it takes so little for some of that stuff to bubble up and be really powerful memories all of a sudden. Right. Um, one of my first, oh, sorry, it, one of your first, just, one of my first, first real jobs was right across from the Bo Peep Tavern at the Golden Griddle. That's where I started as a busboy. But again, a story for another time. Um, I'm not from Durham, so I have no clue what any of you were talking about, but I enjoy going down memory lane. Mm -hmm. Cigarette smoke did it for me. Cigarette smoke. <laughs> and that's universal. Destroying the bathroom. Destroying. <laughs> I got a story, but I can't tell it on decoded. <laughs> Uh, this was season Be five. Be decoded after dark. After that's dark. right. That's for our Patreon. That's for our, yeah. Um, this was season five, episode twenty-four of the Decoded podcast. Uh, we're calling this one the Decoded Dozen. Yeah, Doroids. Hashtag Doroids. Catch you all next week.